If you want to listen to Kenyan music, then tune in to Ado Valley Podcast. Mambo VP everyone, welcome to Ado Valley Podcast. This is a brand new season, but first of all, Happy New Year to everybody that's tuned into this episode. Welcome to season five, and my name is Pesh. Mambo VP everyone, I go by the name Ado Valley. And thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Adoveli Podcast. As always, you know, we serve you nothing but the best of Kenyan music. So on this episode, we'd like to do kind of end of a decade, the last decade, what has been happening in Kenyan music scene since 2010 up to 2019. So we're going to pick just the highlights, Vituzili Apen, Noma Noma, throughout those years. So starting in 2010... Wow. So in 2010, I'm just going to be frank about it. I was in high school. Mr. G, 2010, you look happy. Are you really? 2010, I was a child soldier in Sudan, Bargazel, to be specific. <laughs> yeah, so that was it. And um, the industry for me, I say back in 2010, I was listening to a lot of gospel music. I still feel that then gospel music, actually, I was I was saved. I'm not ashamed to say that. Awesome. Me, I don't know if I was saved or I was in between that. But you know, come when you're Catholic, you question kiasi. But anyway... And all that. Yeah, so we had a lot of music. We had, um, on the gospel side, let me just reflect on that because that's what I was listening to. I don't know if you remember BMF. Yeah, BMF, they were representing H-Town, a.k.a. Uruma kwa kina Tony Siuma. Aposawa, he had a lot of artists back then. Yani, I, don't, I think also Willie Paul's career had begun. At that time, uh, I don't remember, but maybe. Maybe, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, we had a lot of genge back then. Yeah, yeah, We had yeah. the likes of um, Mad Tracks. Yeah. We had, um, um, I don't know. Yeah, Major as well. And there was just a lot of good Kenyan music still back then in 2010. Yeah, so unfortunately, we don't have like sufficient data to tell you what was happening in Nuna Robison. Actually, Nuna Robison, I don't think he'll quit me answer, but... Uh, artists, I'm sure, kuna some of the artists that were active then, but uh, uh, that data is not out there. So if you see um, us, we are doing this right now, just know some years ahead, it's an idea, the guys that will be there trying to document Kenyan music scene. So we're just trying to play our role so the future people can figure it out. And this year, I mean, in this year of 2010, Matrax track, Matrax track, eh? In it was Get Down. Awesome. So Get Down actually was released in 2010. And actually, Pierre Nikama likuana fanya wrap up. Yeah, how Kenyan music was, was like. Because anasema, DJ anachiza maloko za kizamani. Kala masheka na tumetoka wapi gidiwai. Mona Lisa na... So also he went ahead and actually alitaja dance style that used to rock yes. many dance floor in Kenya akina kadunga cuckoo Chinese kuku dance you see so Pierre Kivyake he was trying just to bring the memories back with the song and actually it was the song went successful and being a hit across Kenya and Mad Tracks 2010 we give it to him so going to 2011 Wow, in the year 2011, once again, me but only go high school. <laughs> but moving on, we had that group that Yanimili Nishtua to Camp Mula. Yeah, so actually, back then when I was still back in Sudan, 
yeah, I was still a child soldier, but my iPod was working still. So nani likuwa na uriji, by the way. It was not touch, but you know the deal if you know this thing. So uh, Kamula at that time, they were hitting through SoundCloud and also YouTube. So they were doing their freestyle posting on YouTube and also their music was available in SoundCloud. So they were just trying to be known and doing freestyle here and there. And throughout the year, they were managed to release a major, major like let's say a standard song because it did not hit like across the country. It's only a few urban guys that knew about the song. And that's the year they did release Party Don't Stop featuring the king or rapper then known as Kolo from Kleptomaniacs. So let me just, for the record, me and I'm going to just SoundCloud Lili or YouTube. We just have to look at just the beat during holidays just to get the music beat because I used to listen to a lot of Kenyan music and I still do. Back then, also in 2010, let's not forget about Size 8. Yani, there was this girl who just came to the industry with red hair. And Arusha Miguki Lavahali. She had a track called um, Shamba Boy. Then she came through with Moto. Yani, Size 8 back then, Yani, was the deal. Yeah, so Size 8, I, I don't know if it was the time still in Calif Records or the time she was leaving. But also, she had chat hitting songs then alikwanga a household name and you won't miss a gig without size 8 because in a way she was like our Nicki Minaj hey at leo tunawasha moto fire I'm ashamed by the rest of the lyrics. I can't continue from there. <laughs> so in this period of 2011, Camp Mula's track called Party Don't Stop. I can't quite remember the name of the album this track is from, but you can always comment on it. Awesome. So Camp Mula coming through with Party Don't Stop. Let's move on now to the year 2012, Yanni. This year we had Punit, we had Kolo. It's like we had the biggest jam I've ever had back then. You guy track. We also had Bahati. Come on, Bahati, Bahati still. Career in 2012. Yeah, so uh, in 2012, a lot was happening in the Kenyan music scene. So, a man like Bahati Ali come through. And then also, Wagengi Hao, a.k.a. Punit, brought by Nonini. Walikuwa me hit the scene. Mbaya sana. Actually, if um, you do check uh, CTA, that is uh, clearing the airwaves, and it's done by Esther, used to be a rapper, a Kopale YouTuber, and I kwangana document about stuff with Kenyan music, but they were sent it to somebody like him. So, uh, Msioka was talking how P-Unit me hit, even Chibudi Chibude, <laughs> he was cutting raising four P-Unit at the MTV Mama was. I don't know if the MTV Mama was or is the channel low. So if you can imagine down the line how Chibudi has grown and how P-Unit has stuck just to be known in Kenyan alone, you can just imagine how huge P-Unit was back then. Hey, that's true, because hey, P-Unit was, was it. I'm a, come on, as in me, I don't remember a time when Puny to get drop track na to to watch a kushangilia because the kuliana you know all of that na they were banging in clubs in everywhere kama roadshow pia so yeah they came through with the biggest track featuring Kolo in a you guy this track is off their second album in a wagenge how tenor awesome so moving on to 2013 hmm hey, 2013 was yet another big year for P unit nominations 
winning some awards here and there. So to start us off, let's just start from uh, on a lady's perspective, Twanza na Wangeshi. So in 2013, we had um Anza. If you know Wangeshi, yani she has this track with Scam Cardinal in it. Sana, sana, sana. You go ahead and listen to it. But her career in 2013, if you don't know, now you know. Alianza, um, her debut EP was called Chakula Ya Soul. Awesome. So in 2013, actually, this is a year so many female rapper were seen in the scene and that was courtesy of man like Kaka Sungura, a.k.a. Rabbit, a.k.a. Wajinga Nini. <laughs> so now uh, the guy only released um, a song, the remix to Ligi So, and actually he had like the best of the best when, when it comes to somehow the rap scene in Kenya because the first but alikuwa basi asangenza na madema alafu ndio atuchambulia mabdapo but then but anyways alitoa league so remix and it had people like JA it had people like um Chihuahua Mad Tracks Major Major and so also alikuwa on another segment the song was long like 11 minutes yes. and then that way alikuwa na mafame MCs Yani mafemi msizi nyonyo likuwa natokea around that time. And it's through that time tulipata Wangeshi, Femi One. Petra. Back then she was known as Femi One Shiko. <laughs> and also there was Petra. Kulikuwa na madem wengi, Laira Oko. And also who else? Who else am I forgetting? Raz. Oh, and Raz. By the way, uh, from all those females when you are like propel up to now to Noskiza, ni watu kama Petra. Mm-hmm. Wangeshi Femi Uno and also Femi Uno. Yeah. So like uh 2013 was like a year for the ladies because from there actually most of them waliendelea kujipush. Also in 2013 let's not forget about P unit having won an award. Channel O awards. Yani they won in the category of the most gifted let me get that right. The most gifted African East video per unit featuring Kolo with the track You Guy. Actually, they didn't not only won one award. Which one was the second award they won? They also won the most gifted raga stroke dancehall video for the same track You Guy featuring Kolo. So actually, you see the same. That is like 2013. Yes. So 2013, that is the year they did one those awards, but applauded for what they had done in 2012 because Yuga was released in 2012, and then the awards was happening the following year, which was 2013. Uh, heading to which year now? Into 2014. So you guys don't get at us because uh, I understand the Ponit and Kolo track was not a featuring. They were sharing equal royalties because they done the song together. It was ideas from both camps so they decided not to call the song p unit featuring kolo it was just p unit and kolo and actually one of those lazy lazy producers this song will have never come out because p unit and kolo had us had a show in southern sudan where i'm from <laughs> and from the time they jetted in kenya they head straight to studio because they had this vibe. They already created the chorus and everything. So they just wanted to voice a beat and release their song. And that's how P-Unit and Kolo gave you a hit known as You Guy. And that time they are calling themselves the Fantastic Four. Yes. Fantastic Four. Let's head on over into 2014. And this year, we had the biggest jam. 
Yani kutoka Mombasa to Garissa, every this track was being played in every traditional wedding. In every wedding pia it was being played. I think it had two videos to it, Dukwanza Sauti Soul. They did a video of them dancing to the track. Alafu then later they released an official video to it. If you're familiar, Sura Yako is the name of the track. Uh, they did release two, actually I think these three videos. Three videos. Because uh, uh, if I can remember well the the choreography was called Lipala Dance and actually the late Bob Colimo did participate on that. And also the remix was featuring Iyaya, the Nigerian artist, but that song didn't hit the way Surayako original did yeah. well. And um, this same year, a lot was happening also. So what are the, some of the highlights? Also in this year, Saudi Soul came through with a controversial song because and they were talking about, as in Islam, it's something that has wasn't heard of then. We also had Billy Paul in size 8 with the track Tam Tam. And then we had Elani coming through also with Kuku in the same year. I don't know what song with Kenyans because uh, when Piyuni did release You Guy, people were saying the video is, I don't know, Rauchi, I don't know. Sijuma Demo Medunga Bikini, I don't know, something like that. That was all propaganda. Same thing they said with Sauti So when they did release Nishike. Same thing. It was just people trying some angles to talk about the song, of which you guys don't know. You are helping this song to reach more people and to hit even across many, many places. And actually, those two things did help those two songs to reach more people and hit across. And also, if I can remember in 2014, I think 2014, somehow, Kenya because that was the same year, a guy called, uh, what's the name? Uh, the guys who did Pombe, Pombe Bangi. Uh, that is uh, Tez and Man Like Rajayjay. And also, um, I can confirm to you that uh, Chris Kaiga was part of the production of this song. So you can see this is the year 2014. Chris Kaiga was in the scene, but Chris Kaiga na kuja kuhit around 2018, towards the end of 2018. So if you can see the, the grind, it has been so, so long for him to hit in 20, around 2018. Only a few can understand the journey the man has gone through. So 2014, I think, uh, mambo mob in the industry, I, I can say it's like, doa Kenya walikuwa meanza showbiz in that same context because i can remember that uh, pombe bangi song it led the, back then when the kina chris kaiga released it they were still in they were still in campus and they had to be like banned because they were like what do you call this shit they're promoting use of bangi no that's the use of bangi they're yeah. promoting like ratchetness so they had to be they ought to be dealt with seriously. Okay, now let's get into the year 2015. And we had one huge gospel track towards the end of the year by one Masi Masika. Also in this year, if you know Algas Alsina, Yalisema he does not or he's not working with Octopizo. So in 2015, um, a lot was happening. So like that is the same year. Like to look at enthusiasts, like hey, man, like Octopus has been in the scene for a while now. He's international, eh? Alisemadi kwa kwa Twitter ando la me change anajita man's international. So uh is that same year like uh he did release a single. Later on, we came to realize it. He, he required to go to his album, and um, 
the song was titled Could Be Us. And uh, he had said the song is featuring August Alcina. And uh, the chorus, ilikuanga na vocals August Alcina. So you couldn't like say like it was clout or anything. But when the song was being shared on social media, you know, people are tagging August Alcina, August Alcina. Mm-hmm. Hey, August Alcina had to make a tweet and said he doesn't know Octopizo and he has never worked with anyone called Octopizo. And even the story, Kaisha. So also like... Uh, 2015, Muema by Masi Masika. Actually, the song was released in 2014, 22nd, um, 22nd December. So the song didn't like hit in 2014. It took over in 2015. That's why it is the song that we, we have felt like it did do well in the year 2015. As far as the statistics are saying, man. Let's get into the year 2016. This year marks the last Kisima Awards. It actually makes, marks a lot because also Nyashinsky came back to Kenya in this year or rather still back into the music industry in, in, in this year as well. We also had Mikasa Sukasa. Yeah, we had a lot in this year. Just to mention a few, we had Adabu by De- Della. We had Mashisha, that's had the band, and Ben Sol. There was a lot of action in this year, in the year 2016 to be precise. So 2016 marked uh, the return of Nyashinsky, and he did take the industry by storm. Storm many other As in, uh, in the Kenyan music industry scene, I've never seen anyone and I perceived like Nyashinsky. Even the artists themselves, leave the fans alone. Even the artists themselves, whoa. Like the way the guys come back, back. the comeback of, I don't know if there will be ever any artist in the 254 to do a comeback like Yashinsky did. Yakilik was so huge and because he didn't have just one hit. Alikwana like two hits that same here. So like people are like, damn, this guy. Because the way he came through, like like like, because since oh five. So like that is like ten years the guy has not been doing music and then he comes back and But anyway, it was a wake up call to the Kenyan artist because also Pia come through a king seven year Nairobi. So yeah, the guy alikuja tu vizuri tu akiongelea maishu zinyeziko kwa industry and also pia na document vitu wa Kenya wamekuwa kipitia hiyo story ya Pastor Kanyari kupanda mbegu like he was abroad but hizi vitu bado alikuwa anajua and then the funny thing about Nyashinsky mimi nilikuwa nashanga like all those years amekuwa majui like he didn't even have an accent mimi wallahi nipatieni wiki moja nikienda tu Minnesota narudi hapa hey, i can talk like you, you think nimezaliwa huko Yeah, yeah, that's Nyashinsky Akrudina accent. But but one thing on that Nyashinsky comeback, let's not forget what Scam Cardinali said about it. But I don't think that is happening. Actually, Scam Cardinali said Nyashinsky Akinini. What's the exact word? That um, Ambia Nyashinsky tukimpoteza akuna comeback nyingine. Pull out. That's right. Then we had Banco Touch, the remix. Big Maslow Dollar and Octopizo. There was a lot of activity in 2016, Miss Jukule. And it just, just, erupt. Yeah, so like, I think, uh, to say me, like, it was like, somehow, Wasaniwa Lukomeamuka, like, want to take this Kenyan music to another level. level. And also, Kusho Wanaija, 
Kenya ni Kenya ni wa Kenya wezi kuja wezi kuja na mziki zao Kenya wa brainwash wa Kenya watunyang'anye wa Resh na bado watunyang'anye ma stage bana kila kitu haiwezi so they had to like do something for the industry and also to make the Kenyan crowd and fans to appreciate their music more and just to support the Kenyan music so but that time that that's when like there are a lot of songs they hit and one song that really stand out was Banco Touch by Vic Masluo Dollar. Mm-hmm. The guy had by that time he was releasing that song alikuwa ameka kwa industry for long. He was just looking for a major collab and actually from uh, interview Octopizo had alisema like the guy alikuwa ameitish Octopizo a collab for a long time. Alikuwa anatumanga tu maangomo kwa sababu ah hiyo zi ko inji hazi. But the moment alitumanga Banco Touch Banco Touch because already Vic Masluo Dollar had released the original version yeah. but when octopizo alisikia sema this one this one can be something so alienda studio wakad ma saxophone nini nini pimp the audio and then it came out mwa and everyone did love it even though some didn't understand like the luo in the song but some phrases zilikam tuzika zikabamba watu like banco touch pesa otas stuff like that Yeah also in this same year yani um it's the same year we had bedroom matters of the OGs who were exposed with Mikasa Sukasa Kashi Hapoivo and Calligraph Jones as so, in this is when mm-hmm. for the first time Kenyans publicly mm-hmm. or there was a public declaration by Calligraph Jones of him being in a relationship oh sema hivyo so sema bedroom mara mimi ashanga eh kwani alitoa ma nudes aya bana okay bedroom matters ndio ina mislead acha nitoyojina no so i think that that was one of the major aspects that pushed the track actually to uh, a million views and over uh i'm sorry to tell you that those views were bought i'm sorry but uh, it was a uh, the song did hit a million real quick i, I think it was like less than a month it had like 1 million hits but kali at time nyali confirm he did purchase the the yes. views and also they did ask do jesus go to heaven mm-hmm. i don't know the answer to that but jesus also get lonely that's why lona kali aki come through na kashi but what i like about the song is that the back and forth that was something that was really missing in a lot of kenyan music mm-hmm. and when og i'll take a, like a hit song and the beat was i it was already done so they did sample the beat and they were kashi and kali were going back and forth i didn't i think that was the thing that really catched people and for me that song was like a major and a nice way for kali to introduce kashi to the industry that's right i do agree also in the same year what walianza kubash will sana let's not forget about his collab with sauti soul take it slow and then what wakaanza kusema oh amekopi diamond because of we well, you know he's in a green and in because of look yake na gari all of that so what walianza kubash will sana hapo around 2016 for that collaboration Let me tell you something. Anyone that knows me from the day one I told people if you're listening to Willie Paul and you're like this guy singing gospel I'm telling you are lost. Me that time since I've heard of this gospel that people are calling gospel music blah blah me I knew it was business yes. for this guy because <laughs> there's none of those songs I could listen and say oh damn I feel like getting saved and give my life to Christ. <laughs> damn I've been living a a very f up life. life. 
I was like, no, this guy are not doing me. I, I do understand this guy just doing business exactly. because at the end of the day, they must get booked. They must get their money to sustain their music sure. and their normal life. So if you are there bashing with people, hey, you're, you're coping, chibudi, you're doing this like, I don't know. The guy was just trying to reach many masses as possible. That's why he had to hooked up with the best in KE music. That was Saudi Soul. I don't know about you, man. Uh, I really, I I do agree that it's all about the business part of it. But for me, Willie Paul, whether he sings gospel, whether he sings love songs or whatever, me, I'm still a fan though. I'm still a fan. You can be a fan, but don't be misled by thinking he's singing yes. gospel. Yes, that's true. Let's also highlight about Sinkazie, <laughs> this track. So actually, this time, uh, Christophe, Timmy T. That man, yeah. this is what they are here because uh, you'll never miss a show without these guys. That's and true. at that time, these were the names that were popping on radio, popping on every article of showbiz, mm-hmm. popping everywhere. Like, this is was the year, like, the man was top of his game. So, people are complaining. I don't know how I can like talk to people <laughs> and just to get them understand some things about music in general. I think maybe that's why we are doing this podcast. But anyway, so when people talk about Gangeton, now we are for, fast forwarding to 2018, 2019. When people talk about Gangeton, how their lyrics are, I don't know, they are what, what, what. They don't remember. There were guys like Timmy, Dad, guys like Nonini, guys. But you see now guys like Nonini used to do it in a nice way. They were not like, vividly saying everything like that, like that, haga, haga. But because before the time, your parole could understand what a haga is, you will take some time. But for these our guys now, for now today, they're just saying thing, everything plainly. So like back then, people were, were going to shambule a timid at lyrics, and hey. everything. But then these same guys were the one yeah. pumping the music like hell. That's true. Because they were listening to the guy. But then they come, hey, this guy. But... People should understand, not everyone can sing gospel. Not everyone can listen to that message that Giuliani is, is singing about. There will be Timmy, there will be Giuliani, and then there will be ethic. If you want to fall into ethic, you fall to ethic. Don't fall into ethic and then start saying, oh, Giuliani sings some, I don't know, songs. So what basically you should do, just understand that in music, there's nothing like bad music. It's just your taste is different. Yeah, I'll leave you for food for thought food with that one. Also, in this same year, we had Kolo coming through with yet another major gospel hit song. He got saved by the way, the king of rap, Aka Kanthruna Bazukizo, featuring this guy. This guy, what's the name of this guy? Bruce Bru- Newton. Yes, with Bruce Newton. Also, in the same year, Saudi Soul won an MTV award for the best African group. So, guys, also, RIP to Jay Kali. If you don't know who Jay Kali is, that is Jason Kalinga. Actually, also in the same year, 2016, that is the same year he did release The Relationship, which is a single he did back then. It was released in April 8th, to be specific. Currently, the song has like 16.7K plays on SoundCloud. Make sure you check out SoundCloud account by Jason Kalinga. Also, the same he did release a song called Balance. And currently, the song has like 32.1K plays. So, RIP to the great Jason Kalinga. So, 
So moving into 2017. Moving in in 2017, uh, ino ilo mwaka kamula wali tuchocha sana na reunion. We've been waiting. I remember two and Rudiana. Oh, there's an album coming up. Oh, there's a project we are dropping together. But up to date, me sijawana sijawana any any um dalili zaukurudiana. So on that Camp Mula thing, I think uh, the same reason that made Camp Mula like break up is the same reason why they could sit down and do just one simple album for us to enjoy <laughs> to fungue to fungue na to fungue a new decade with a kamula album they refuse to give us that but anyway you know karun she's doing a thing she's popping under empower and all that she, f- apart from all the other the rest of the artists i, I know tayo tripa is like a dj and also he's doing production shaperman is still at it and uh The other guy was his name, uh, Kusma. Kusma is still in doing production and stuff like that. But uh, they are not that really active. I think Shaperman and Karuna, the one who are active. Tayo Tripa, sometimes anatupatia masingo, but not that active the way like Karun is active. But they are still doing their thing. It's just that. Walishindoku Kachini to just give us an album. So guys, if you really want to know the documentation of Kenyan music scenes, like I'm talking about since the years of Akina Daudi Kabaka, the likes of, yani the time when Kenyan music ilianza, when people are playing instrumental, benga, blah, 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 too. Like the ABBA now music that you're listening on your radio. There's this book known as Shades of Benga that was documented by Ketebur Studios. Make sure if you can get hold of it, we'll try to put the link on the description so you know how you can get it. But it has like a real in-depth breakdown of Kenyan music scene. So in 2017, who are we kicking with? We're going to kick it with Tunji featuring Calligraph Jones with the Macharongani Z remix. So what can you say about Tunji? Um I think I think this year in in this year of 2017 he was really promising and then then after the remix I don't know I was really expecting more after the remix then he did he did he, I mean he has he has released a few singles after that but not up to, to the same level of Macherunganizi um, I don't know but I'm still expecting more from him Can I tell you what your problem is Yes go ahead Your problem is you are addicted to hits <laughs> True or false? I'm not. I'm not addicted to hits, but I like uh, music that I can really relate to, like on an instant. So the reason why I'm telling you this, but you'll find out later, is because Tunji has been there, but he has not. He has not had another hit like Matt Zaronga. Yes. Because he did re- release an EP known as Good Vibes. Yeah. And then also, I, I think, I don't know if it's out yet, but I think it will come out in 2020, Good Vibes Part 2. He has been there. It's just that he has not had another major hit or standard song that everyone can jump into it and that. But uh, Tunji came in at a time like, uh, you know, let's say like not so many unknown guys were being bumped or shown love in the industry. But uh, he just released this one song and shout out to HBR because they are the guys who did like pump this song to on air so much that everyone had to like, yo, who's this guy? Hey, the beat is dope. I don't know. Stuff like that. That's when like Tunji popped up in the scene and he did Matzaronga and 
OG Kambamba and you know OG ni OG. Lazima mm-hmm. Claudius kiasi. So he had to jump on a remix with Tunji. Mm-hmm. And also they did another second video to the song because it was only right for it to have a video because the OG was in it. So we are getting to the last two years of the decade, but I know somehow this shit has been so long, so somehow you can get lost. But let me wrap up for you. Like uh, 2010, we did have um, Mad Trucks with Get Down. 2011, Cap Mula with Party Don't Stop. 2012, we had uh, P-Unit and Colo with You Guy. 2013, we had the remix of Ligi So by King Kaka and various artists from KE254. 2014, we had Sura Yako by Saudi Soul. 2015, we had Masima Sika with Mwema. 2016, we had Vic Maslua Dollar featuring Octopizo with Banco Tucci remix. 2017, we had Tunji, the Trap Jesus featuring Calligraph Jones, the OG with Mazarongani Z remix <laughs> so now heading to 2018 and 2019 yeah 2018 marks the revolution of gangaton the new wave that everybody cannot stop talking about then we had one of that amazing concert the ngoma concert then we had the dundain track um this track was done by christoph magic's anger king kaka and then we had that one major track that got Naiboy on Coke Studio. That's two in one. Awesome. So uh, for a while, I've been thinking like, damn, I'm seeing in the abroad or US market, like people are getting discovered through internet. People are popping on the scene because there's Twitter, there's Instagram, there's YouTube, there's SoundCloud. But this thing has not really hit in Kenya. Guys, are, yes, we have access to all these things, but... Nobody has ever popped in 254 because of internet. Way back then, it was Cap Mula, but that was like 2010, 2011 there. But since then, nothing has happened. But here comes 2018, and Ethic did release their song called Lambalolo, and people just went mad about it. It was crazy. It went viral real quick. By the time people were getting to know who Ethic were, The song was already on 1 million hits on YouTube. So from that time is when people came to understand there have been artists down here just trying to push their music. They have been there because after them, there came really a bunch of new artists. Trust me, when this wave started, I didn't like it. Even up today, I don't like it. They are calling it Gangeton. But because many guys are calling it that way and it's the same thing because even at some time, Ethic did, did were asked if they are doing gangeton. They said they are not doing gangeton. But then again, if something is in the in people's mind, you can't you can't escape it. They just had to settle gangeton because that is everyone is recognizing them with that. Because through that time is when Ochungulo came through, Boondocks came through. So a bunch of new artists. And the good thing about this new wave that they call gangeton is like it brought groups. A lot of groups. And so from there, like Gangeton has been associated with so many groups doing music. So I don't know, Pesh, what's your perspective about Gangeton? Um, when I first had Lambalolo, because I really did not like it then. But now I I really I, I do I do not have a problem with Gangeton actually. Um 
hata watu wa SMSGO vidani ratchet oh girls are talking too much oh sjio i don't have a problem with gangeton sailors bundocks ethic whoever it is that is doing gangeton me unjua to me me nda dance i'm going to listen to your music i'm going to dance to it cuz yeah I'm, I'm here to support Kenyan artists. Adam to afanya sju benga, afanya sju nini. Me I'm going to support them. Okay, so let's wrap this up um as we head into 2019. In this year we had um Chukwa selfie, we had Wabebe, we had Lwamlambes, we had the Play KE music, then we had the Oktoberfest as well. We had all of that. Oktoberfest um, was a major because this was that event and you na Kenyan artist peke yake. Akukwa na international act yeyote. Because also in 2018 there was the Ngoma concert which was held at Kani and it was like a Caliph Records versus Ogopa DJs and uh, unfortunately I didn't attend that event but trust me from what I saw and from what I heard from guys and people who went it was not something to miss and um, I feel so bad I didn't miss that event of the decade because uh, I think uh, from what we have reviewed that is like one of the events that was really like people can't stop talking about it and the experience they had there was ex- I don't know it was just awesome and the good thing about this concert it was 100% Kenyan acts no international acts and fasting forward to 2019 to October 1st same thing it was a festival like a 3 day festival and the lineup from day 1 to the last day was Kenyan acts no international thing nada zero and the event was perfect nobody complained and the funny thing about this event you go to pay just 1000 bob yeah that is a $10 for 3 days and you get the best mc's artist everyone in the industry that is making like noise in terms of music on stage performing live band like people are performing the main stage was having acts perform with live band so like the experience was nice and then again they were not like hatings people pocket like cg 4000 for the for the pass of the whole festival so like i can say from our review what you have seen oktoberfest and the ngoma concert were like the events of the decade and they were not like a fraud to people and they were so everything was planned like we want to make history in kenyan music scene mm-hmm. so actually that's what it was and uh, coming to 2019 with the song chukua selfie Now this is a campaign song we're not being paid by the way to talk about this song. Uh it was a campaign HIV self test kit and uh they did a song. When the song was released the first thing I just realized is damn this is a beat by Msioka because you could feel it. But then again you could like tell oh these guys are promoting something, something like of to do with self kit you could think like they are promoting a phone because they are saying chukua safe so yeah. we, are, like, we are waiting like we are launching a new phone in the Kenyan market you know something like that but it went like i think like six months so for people to understand like this was actually a campaign Be- that, that that brings me to my question because it's a campaign about hiv i'm encouraging people especially the young ones to you know self test by self testing kit and test yourself it's test for your status but ziko happy covid i'm not seen anybody doing that i'm not seen calligraph doing it i'm not seen um fena doing it where are they as in like akuna mahali is 
hizi testing kits ziko kwa hivi yani people are just having fun at the beach ama ni kule watu wanapotanga ukimu na pesh these are artists they are creatives kwa vitu mob they they do they don't just put everything to explanatory that's why you see like it took six months for like people to understand this was a self kit for hiv testing you get they can't like uh, show you like hey jokal is going to a, to a hiv center testing what, what's wrong with that that's so i don't know how, how can i say it but it's so like uh, it is not artistic <laughs> No it's way. A, listen, people, I think it's not see, commercially artistic. You will scare people. That's why. Ah, that's on. why. Let me tell you. That's why Vuta Pumps did hit. It was a song about HIV and AIDS. Yes. But they were not like, it was not like, the way, the way Professor Jeezy and Feroz did their song yeah. was not the same way mm-hmm. Logombas did Vuta Pumps. Yeah. But if you can see now, if you play, kwaherini, kwaherini, <laughs> People won't jump into the dance hall the same way they would listen to Vuta Pumps. Because you don't want to scare people. Mm-hmm. You want to educate people. Yeah. And you try to be artistic as you can. What if you miss the point? You don't miss the point because you have a plan. <laughs> I have a see. <laughs> that is it. If you don't want to scare people, they don't want to scare people. Ajay. Because if the song the song Ajay, could have Ajay done they could have, No. I have a see. It is an artistic way unless it was for product placement and it was not yes and also if it was for product placement they did it in an artistic way so that it doesn't like shy off people from playing the song or listening to their song because they want the message to hit straight and for them they did their homework well and kudos to them all right that's it that's what happened last year in the year 2019 no no nah, let's not forget about what baby eh? so let's talk about what baby okay In the year 2019 also saw um, a major hit done by the once and only man like Fatboy Gwash but nowadays it goes by the name Gwash and man like Vuva representing 34 gang bad man thing bad man thing representing Don't Home to the fullest so they did release a song joint collab together and it's called Wabebe Wabebe libebakila mtu mpaka madonda that's their anthem when they're trying to jazz a mat and also this same year saw the release of wamlambezo wamnyonyes actually these guys they took that phrase from drinks nama yanks drinks nama yanks we come to to do 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 that was done by decimeters known as bonai and msiokana jitanga hapo kama mr ajabo something mr ajabo something something like that because he's the one who's doing that Nikona drinks on my hands. Drinks on my hands. We come with you. But he didn't like want to take the credit because at a shine you are my artist. Okay. So that was Master Ajab. That is Msioka, Bonai, Branadra, and Concordi. So sailors took that from their song Drinks on my hands and they went ahead to release the song. Also, funny thing is that the Simeters were also looking forward to like release Wamlambes, but yao ilichelewa and now this is where i find it when people say perfect timing walichelewa because they wanted to release something perfect because they had done quality was in terms of audio and everything than sailors wamlambes so but walichelewa and sailors came through wakaibia wakaibia with yao hivyo so ile wamlambes wote wametambua ni akina sailor because everyone went 
bazaka about it it was just wamlambezi wamnyonyezi and that was like 2019 for you i also saw even they had to hijack Jamie Fox to just say wamlambezi wamnyonyezi <laughs> and it was crazy mtu alikuwa anaingia hivi kwa tipla anasema wamlambezi na ni sababu usiku mtu ana lazima amjibu so it was crazy and uh, like 2019 sellers wali waliekelea kazi mbaya sana like let's say the whole hip hop scene and how can we forget mm-hmm. soul generation ah, ah damn 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 so uh for a while i've been if you can remember 20 like 2018 when there was like play ke yeah. and then they they came the conversation that uh like the gatekeepers or the pioneers yeah. Even me I used to say that like they, they don't have like protogies like you find somebody like artist A has been in the industry for like 15 years no, but he can't no. tell you like you see I brought these guys yeah. I brought A B C look at them they have hits they are performing uh, across Kenya across the world they have released albums I don't know stuff like that they didn't have like that so guys were saying like our industry is dying because our pioneers are selfish they just want to be them it is artist a for 20 years without mm-hmm. even releasing like a protege yeah. saying like okay somebody comes and say you know me it is artist a who helped me to be where i am today and guys went straight in to sauti soul and then me i was like you know what you guys just chill i know sauti soul if they want to to like bring out their protogies or to help guys to the industry they won't do it like shagala bagala like, hey i'm supporting artist a and uh check out his new single <laughs> and that is the end of it yeah. you'll never hear so to so talking about that artist again you just hear them they're performing in sweden i don't know where now when it came to 2019 they did release soul generation and it had kaskazini it had was pesh it had crystal asige it had ben soul it also has nviri the storyteller So now so so it is so I think 2019 is their first year actually 2019 is not complete because uh they started in 2018 so it it's not even one year by then this episode is coming out mm-hmm. they have not even like say like so generous me for one year yeah. but in less than one year these guys have top charts they're everywhere yes and like everyone is talking about them so like it's not like a struggle for for Sauti Sol to push this artist because already watu wamewakubali na already wametoa muziki watu wanaweza enjoy so like Sauti Sol they are still there shaping the Kenyan music scene because at the moment they're like the international acts that we know there are a bunch of guys that are also coming up like they're going to that international status but Sauti Sol they've damn did it veni vidivishi they came they saw the conquer So for them they had to bring their protogies to the industry. Pesh anything you have to add? On oh, that soul generation yani hey they yeah they've indeed taken us by storm Ben Soul the the songs he has released um in the course of the year Pianviri with Pombe Sigara and also what's the name of this other track that he did Overdose. Yeah, we are in overdose as well. So maybe 2020 is looking great for so generation and also the waves that are in the country. So looking forward to yet another great decade as well. Awesome. So you get on the comment section and tell us what you think, what you have missed. Hey guys, it's just a podcast. We can't document everything in here. But uh 
You can tell us what you miss and what are like you are the highlights of the last decade and coming into the new decade. What do you think will be? Are we still going saying Kenya music is still on the rise? Mm-hmm. Kenya music is still upcoming because you have been saying that since like 2013. Yeah. So are we going to still be saying that because I think by now things have changed. Anyway, you get on the comment section and tell us. So that was the end of the last decade wrap up 2010 to 2019. So make sure you tune in again to Adovelli podcast next Friday for another dope episode. I've been your host Adovelli and you can catch me on Twitter at Adovelli Radio, Facebook and Instagram is at Adovelli. Yes, and with me, Pesh, you can find me on Instagram at Penina underscore one zero and on Twitter, find me at Penina one zero one. Kaboom. If you want to listen to Kenyan music, then tune in to Adovelli Podcast.